Welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast. No one need ever die. And I told him I saw your face. What's happened to you? Jesus. The following episode contains spoilers. Yes. That's the combination. Yeah. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast. My name is Ben Groves. And my name is Rob McFarlane. And how are we? One second. (laughs) (laughs) That sums up how I am. I'm fucking exhausted. Yeah. Dude, I'm all right. I just have, (laughs) I'm on like, fuck me. Are you all right? I couldn't catch the yawn because I couldn't, yeah. Good now. <laughs> you didn't yawn, you fucking psychopath. Yeah, no, nah, I've been doing it all day, man. This is like the one chance I get to be awake, and I'm on like my ninth coffee of the day. You know, not catching a yawn is a sign of lack of empathy. That's what do you psychopath. mean? You know, uh, when you when you see somebody yawn and then it makes you yawn. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, a sign of empathy, and psychopaths don't exhibit it. And you just didn't so? yawn, mate. Who gives a fuck? Does it look like I care? I don't know what feelings are. <laughs> I yeah, just want you. your your money and your land. <laughs> I don't know what you, psychopaths want. Like yeah. <laughs> your money and your land. Yeah, that's what Jeffrey Dahmer was after: land rights. Yeah, he just give me wanted your a, titles and your deeds. He just wanted a nicer apartment. That was it. I want the beach view. Oh, you've seen American Psycho. They just mm. want Huey Lewis in the news. He wants Huey Lewis in the news and a banging business card. Hell yes. Does this mean I have to buy a fantastic raincoat now? Yes. I am in the market for a raincoat. Dear listeners, if any of you have a raincoat, uh, we have just watched the 1994 classic Don't Kenneth Branagh directed Frankenstein. Don't say, and Ben texted me. Ben texted me and was like, I want the raincoat that Robert De Niro wears. Google no. it. Ben loves it. Get him that raincoat. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop you right here. You suggested this movie, right? I did. Before we get into this, how are you? Because I'm we exhausted. always skip past this. Yeah, uh, I the storage place that I had all my belongings in London decided that they were going to sell all my stuff mm-hmm. uh, without my consent. So all my Wait, letters... like Storage Wars? Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you Basically. get there and there was like eight people there, like one super oversized dude that was threatening to yeah. knock out a granny being like, it's my fucking locker. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sweet. They were, they were, yeah, for my like, for my letters and photographs of dead loved ones, yeah. <laughs> they don't know that. Well, no, they, I know. They're all bidding thousands on what could be jelly beans. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Those yeah, exactly. Yeah. Of, those people are psychopaths and you're telling me because <laughs> I don't fucking yawn that I'm after land deeds. Uh, but I'll save it for a solo soapbox, man. Today we are doing cool. Uh, we are doing the 1994 classic remake. Stop saying classic, Frankenstein. Man. Stop the saying Stone classic. Cold classic, directed by Kenneth Branagh, starring Robert De Niro and Kenneth and who? Branagh. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a theme there that we'll get back to. Now, the reason I suggested this film to you, Ben, is you said Frankenstein was your favorite Universal's monster. Yes. 
And, and you wanted to take that away from me and ruin no, it. No, right? no, no, genuinely. Well, the last congratulations. time I watched this film, I was like <laughs> 17, 16, 17 when I last watched this film. And I'd remembered it being like mm-hmm. a sensitive exploration of people, their relationship to the people that made them, uh, right. bad parenting, but all right. through the metaphor of a horror movie where this Robert is De Niro not a played... fucking horror movie, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I thought it was oh a horror movie where Robert <laughs> De Niro played an effective villain right. and Kenneth Branagh played a sensitive and logical doctor who's had reasons <laughs> for what he's doing. And what it actually was was just two hours of a sea captain resetting his sat-nav while Kenneth Branagh tells a fucking story. <laughs> it's... it's... I've never seen this. Before. It's literally the literally the point of the film is a sea captain resets his sat nav. He yeah, goes, it's... "Where are we going? Home." <laughs> yeah. Instead of north, it's like there's yeah, gonna yeah. be mutiny. No, where are we going, Captain? North. Mutiny. No, there's yeah. not gonna be a fucking mutiny. I'll kill you. And then all of a sudden, you get like a a stranger appear in the Arctic, <laughs> wearing a washing line, <laughs> wearing a fucking washing line of dogs. Mate, I don't know what this film was. When you suggested this, right, I was yeah. a little bit nervous because I know your mm-hmm. penchant for wordy, wanky period dramas, mm-hmm. right? We all yeah. know and accept that your favourite movie is Magnolia, the wordiest Fuck and you. wankiest of all movies. I hate that film. If no, this is your first time I, listening, this is Ben's one joke that I like is, the shittest film ever made. This is a shared universal knowledge. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is not this is just, part of the ABCU. It's all... It's all there. If is that the fucking Airbud cinematic? Universe? That's yes. your one joke right there. That's your one joke right there. Excuse me, you bought me a poster. What poster did you buy me, Ben? I bought you that poster because I know that you have to display it out of sheer because you're not a psychopath. So out of sheer guilt and whatever sort of obligation to be a nice person, you're I'm gonna, gonna have to display I'm, that. I'm gonna fly my Airbud poster proud. Yeah. I've rep the ABCU. So you're going to put in all the groundwork to going out and meeting someone and being the best version of yourself and mm-hmm. building a foundation with someone. And they're going to go back to your house and they're going to see an Airbuds, an, <laughs> a, an A3-sized Airbuds poster <laughs> on, framed on your wall and go, yeah, this is this is, uh, this is mm. a bit much. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I like that you like Nine Inch Nails and that you know you, you work out every now and then. You've got a great <laughs> sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Airbuds. I'm going to yeah. have to go, man. I'm nah, mate. Go. I'm going to sit them down and make them watch Spooky Buddies. Yeah. The Buddy series is where they're puppies. It's fantastic. It sounds phenomenal. Anyway, Frankenstein. I ruined that for you. What is this film? It's like, mm-hmm. it's a badly told story by a mental in the Arctic. Yep. About a mental not in the Arctic. Yeah. That's a period drama that's also full of incest. Is that not the, are you not describing the movie Titanic? Essentially, but with it's more just, sister fucking. Just, like, <laughs> oh, it's got incest, necrophilia, child murder, madness, adultery. It's got all. It's got your five main food groups. No, 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 perversion. no. This, yeah, but that's Titanic. This is yes. Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get around to Titanic eventually when you've seen it. Yeah, when I finish it. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure it ends fine. <laughs> the... yeah, that's Ben's second joke. <laughs> <laughs> this. Phil, when you suggested it, I knew it was going to be wordy. I knew it was going to be wanky. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that at some point I've annoyed you to the point of where you're like, <laughs> I'm going to take your favorite monster yeah, and yeah. fucking shove it inside an Orlando Bloom. There you go. <laughs> just get it in there like a little fucking posh shock puppet and go, Yeah, yeah. Here's your monster. 
So now the monster isn't like a hulking, barely alive, criminal-brained, fucking... No, no. ...childlike, innocent representation of what we can be and how we, no, as no. a society, fear the different. Now, what it is, is uh, taxi driver meets loose ham stitched together in an <laughs> overcoat, and then... Uh, <laughs> And then yeah. he, he, at some point he's had a stroke, but really enjoys yeah. reading. Yeah, I yeah. don't. Uh, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> like, so let me let me give you some background to this, right? Because the background is important. So I thought it was a good film. I've rewatched it. It's not. It's dog water. But... It's absolutely dog water. It's, <laughs> it's absolutely such a dog bad water. Film. But it's like... there's a there's it's got it's got a couple of it's got a couple of nuggets of sweet corn in the long two hour turd that this is. But oh, the God. background is Bram Stoker's Dracula comes out. Francis Ford Coppola has remade Dracula and it is a, a moderate hit. It saves Zoetrope Productions, his production company. I went to see this in the cinema last night and I'm going to yeah. tell you, 4K restoration on the big screen mm-hmm. it is fucking fun as fuck. Right? It's so much fun. Right. It's, it's way more fun in the big screen. Sur- mm-hmm. It was so busy as well for fucking Bram yeah. Stoker's Dracula. I thought yeah. well, it was going to be like eight people. It was half full, huge screen, yep. everyone laughing and giggling, everyone yep. sort of doing the whole... <gasps> Mary Shirley's Frankenstein, not so much. <laughs> I, can't, I can't picture a world where anyone just sits down with their buddies and goes, do you know, do you know what would really hit the spot right now? Let's take a classic universal monster uh, and pride and prejudice it. Let's just throw... Him- Throw him in the Tudor. Prejudice and Zombies was a huge hit, man. What are you talking about? Anyway. <laughs> yeah, infinitely better film than this. Yeah. Infinitely better film. Sorry, continue. Yeah, Francis Ford Coppola always intended to do Frankenstein as a sister piece to Bram Stoker's Dracula. I'd pay but, so much money to see that. Right. Uh, Kenneth Branagh got his hands on it, right? He was married to Emma Thompson at the time. <laughs> right? Incredible woman. We all know how this story goes. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. Incredible. And, like, incredibly smart, incredibly funny, incredibly yeah. talented, and incredibly fit. Incredibly smart. I would fuck her using you as a table. I'd be all right with being the table, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> like, I'd be fine with it. But, um, sorry, sorry, that was coarse. <laughs> it's about to get a lot coarser. <laughs> Stop. You, you've watched this film. You've had two hours of wordy, and now you... Oh, sorry for my coarse language there. Sorry. <laughs> no, Rob, it was cunty. Talk yeah, like yeah. a person. Okay. <laughs> shut, shut your cunty mouth, you fucking toilet. There you go. There Thank we... you. Now, we're, now I'm understanding where we're going with this. Yeah, All yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Fuck me. Kenneth Branagh gets his sweaty, <laughs> hairy hands on this film. Super hairy lower back, by the way. Really off-putting throughout the whole film. What was with the sexy Frankenstein scenes where he's Stop. making a man and like, like running around in a dressing gown, being like, "Ha ha!" What you mean? Where it, it inexplicably goes fucking Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamboat or yeah, whatever yeah, the fuck yeah. it is, and then he milks a giant. He mil- milks a man out of a giant ballsack. The man's not in the ballsack. The eels are in the ballsack. The, the eels <laughs> in the big burn in the big ballsack. For those of you that don't know, big we're, ta- we're talking about the moment of conception of Frankenstein here. It's literally in the movie where Kenneth Branagh swans swans around in a dressing gown. A very flowy dressing gown, then takes it off to reveal his abs and his hairy back, and swans around milking a giant ball sack full of eels to get Frankenstein alive. And then once he is alive, they slip mm. around 
in what is literally hot lubricant for yeah. uh, too long. It's like nine it's minutes. It's way too long. It's way too long. <laughs> yeah. there, there's a they must have had like a KY sponsor or some shit going yeah, on in this yeah. man. There is no fucking shot that someone wasn't getting a paycheck from that. Like they they slip over, then they pick each other up, then they slip over. And then they pick each other up, and then it's like, oh, it's done. oh no, no, they're it's on the like floor again. It's a Family again. Guy bit. It's just it goes on, yeah. And then, and then you're like, oh, okay, it stopped being funny now, and then it becomes funny yeah. again. Yeah, it it goes it goes full circle. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. does it. It becomes awkward, and you're like, yeah. I'm not Ugh. sure if that's actually De Niro's dick or not. And yeah. then you're back in, and yeah. then you're like, oh no, okay, we're done now, boys. Five minutes later, hilarious. <laughs> this is fucking genius. Right. Anyway, Brandon gets his hands on it. <laughs> This is written by the same guy who wrote mm-hmm. The Green Mile and The Shawshank Redemption. The original script, the original script was written by the guy who wrote The Shawshank Redemption yeah. and The Green Mile. Branner does some rewrites. Okay, I was my question was who <laughs> yeah. rewrote it and how like what percentage of it yeah, is yeah. left in the movie from that yeah. original script. And then Francis Ford Coppola producing it goes, "No, no, I'm going to be exec producer unless you change these things." Branner's like, "No, this is my film. This is my creation." And basically goes full Victor von Frankenstein, cutting together random bits of story Adding Bride right. of Frankenstein in, fucking stitching yeah, what the on a fuck was oh. stitching on a whole scene where the Bride of Frankenstein is being asked to choose between the dog treats and the bacon between her parents. Oh, stop. It's, this film is impossible to talk about because it is a Frankenstein of a movie where Kenneth Branagh. The worst thing about it is Kenneth Branagh milked his own enormous fucking beanbag and just shot yeah. his own electric eels all over a script and then just handed out loose wet pages in sporadic order to whomever would listen 100 percent. this is a sort of life imitating art he got too into it <laughs> yeah. and just went off the fucking rails and frank darabont the writer was like kenneth kenneth you must stop this and he's like no it's important i will do this and then his mate francis ford coppola is like kenneth what have you done i've created a film <laughs> Oh my god, dude! I'm kind of back into it now, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> right? They should have made that a movie. Yeah, like the making of this Frankenstein should have been the movie, right. not the movie this, they made. This Terry Gilliam, Don Quixote thing going on. Yeah. So basically, he ends up starring in the film, writing the film, directing mm. the film, and shagging mm-hmm. Helena Bonham Carter, and then mm. getting divorced from Emma Thompson because he just loses his fucking mind. I get it. And what we what we end up with I is get this it. stitched together like bits of fetus and nonsense. I don't know what the fuck we get, man. I mean, I, it, to be fair, if it wasn't for Helena Helena Bonham Carter, yeah, I would have turned this off many times, real fucking early yeah, yeah, on. Many like, times. There are so many points where I was just I was staring at the screen and I'm like, I I couldn't tell you what I've just watched. There's a couple bits that that I I I found. You know, we were talking about those bits of sweet corn. Sure. I loved the battle. I tell you what, you give me your bits of sweet corn because I have a couple of bits where I was like, this is nonsense, but I'm kind of into it. Exactly, right? So, okay. the bit where he's trying to figure out the formula of amniotic fluid that he's stealing from these prepubescent boys. That is fucking disgusting, right? by the way. Right, isn't it? And it's sort of that, that the depths that he's going to. Yeah. And then he injects it into a frog and creates battle toads. Yeah. 
the 1990s <laughs> platformer that we love because this frog gets mad it's strong so and fucking smashes the Petri dish while he turns his back. <laughs> and even better than this, this film, this Mary Shelley's <laughs> Kenneth Branagh directed film has a video game for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. No, it fucking yes, doesn't. It does. Stop it. Stop it. Who do you play as? Frankenstein. Who do you play as? Franken- you just no you don't. Yes, you do. Stop it. And you shoot If there is not a shoot balls. if there is not a level you shoot what? You shoot balls of negative energy at peasants. At peasants. Oh my god. Yeah. If there is not a level in that game where he is just out farming the beats of a random family, I'm going to be fucking fuming. Like, it's like a timed level. You have to collect 112 beats mm-hmm. in the next 60 seconds. Yeah. Which literally happens in this movie, by the way. That's my sweet corn nugget number one, is my little uh-huh. pellet of joy in this fucking two-hour liquid shit. Is Frankenstein is... pulling up beats like Super Mario 2? Is... Frankenstein just inexplicably becomes a farm, an anonymous farmer yeah, yeah. for a random family in the woods, and they all yeah, yeah. they all think that he's the spirit of the forest. <laughs> no, he's the homeless man built up of other men living in your fucking pig pen. What are you talking about? This is mental. Wait. <laughs> and they all just start leaving him cookies and shit. I was like, oh. what the fuck is this psychopathic? So you call me good. a psychopath. That is mental. Oh. That is absolutely it is, mental. No, mate, I, it, was, it, it was one of my favorite fan bits. Fan-fucking-tastic. You've got to agree. It was fantastic. Because he literally just goes around playing Super Mario 2. <laughs> He's literally just <laughs> pulling beats up from the ground <laughs> and fucking throwing them at the family. <laughs> Oh, my God. So, yeah, Frankenstein plays Super Mario 2 with the turnips for a bit. They think he's the spirit of the forest. (laughs) He lives with the pigs next to their house. And at no point do they hear him through the incredibly gappy wooden boards, keeping them and the pigs separate. It's not that gappy. He can reach into the house and steal (laughs) potatoes, but sound cannot travel through them. All of this is real, by the way. We're saying this in a way that makes it sound like a joke. Yeah, yeah, None yeah, of this yeah. is made up. Yeah, it, this is literally in the film. And it's condensed into like three minutes. This isn't a long yeah, yeah. part of the film. The rest of it is Tudor nonsense where they're like <laughs> learning how to dance for a graduation for fucking 40 minutes. What in the fuck did we just watch, man? I can't. The it's more like, we talk about it, the more I'm like, that fucking happened. That's yeah. not a fever dream. It's like, that happened. It's like Frankenstein mashed up with Das Boot. It's, it just goes on. And it's, on. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bit of. Das Frankenstein. <laughs> Frankenstein boots. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a bit early on where he's doing his fucking Benjamin Franklin lightning experiments, right? And they let what was right, that for? Let's go fly this a kite, right? And in the middle of the sunniest fucking day on the Alps you've ever seen, he goes, "Look, oh it's over there," and a cloud the size of a baby's head. Outputs lightning. <laughs> and he goes, I've never seen one so large. And I'm like, motherfucker, if there's not Lakitu coming out of that cloud with a fucking camera on a stick in a minute. Mate, this film is Super Mario. <laughs> this is set in the Super Mario universe. It has to be. It is. You've got the main character pulling I up th- turnips. You've got a cloud yeah. that could very conceivably host a little turtle man holding a camera. I guess so. 
Fucking hell. No, so this this is a difficult film to analyse because it is batshit, and we know that none of you have seen it. I would say watch it, but I don't, don't think it's a film. It's not, is <laughs> it's it? Like a scr- it's, it's just a scrapbook of nonsense that <laughs> someone's filmed. You know, it's like De Niro's B-reel from like, every movie ever just smashed into one character. It's the every movie ever B-reel of Robert De Niro. <laughs> oh my God, dude. Yeah. So We need to get him on. We do. Can you imagine that? <laughs> well, I don't want to talk about any other movie he's ever done. I don't want to talk about any work that he's ever done apart from Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. That's the only, yeah, yeah. That's the only thing I want to talk to him about. <laughs> Taxi driver, shut up, mate. There's um, There's... <laughs> There's a bit in there where there's inexplicably John Cleese from Monty Python has a monkey's paw that nearly breaks a man's hand. Who the fuck is John Cleese in this? The professor. Is he in this? Yeah, the professor with the long hair who gets stabbed by Robert De Niro is is played by John Cleese. (laughs) (laughs) One of my one of my main criticisms one of my main criticisms of jazz. <laughs> jazz, live jazz. Is I'm like, someone's like, oh, do you like it? I'm like, no, it's masturbation. They're like, what do you mean it's masturbation? I'm like, they're having more fun than I am. <laughs> they're doing that for their benefit, not mine. And this is two hours of <sighs> Kenneth Branagh just having a like a coke. Oh, Kenneth Branagh having a two-hour coke wank at you as a viewer. I'm gonna get oh, the Monty man, Python it's... guy to have a monkey's paw. Give a guy from Parenthood did... a handshake. There is no fucking point. Over the last two and a half hours that I even registered that was John Cleese. That's fucking hilarious. I love... I actually can't believe it's him. I love the fact as well that at a point in this film, he is... <laughs> Kenneth Branagh is, is just distraught. He's been up for like five days. He's like nine grams deep. He looks dead. Um, and his wife, played by Helena Bonham Carter, is about to leave. And she just... His wife? His sister, sorry. His sister, who's yeah. also his wife. It's both. It's both. Yeah, it's both. Yeah. It's fine. They're not blood, though. So, you know, Brazzers will thank them later at some point, right? There'll come a time in the future yeah, where yeah. it'll be like, oh, no, step bro, I've dropped my quill. <laughs> and then it's just the scene from Mary Shelley's... <laughs> Woody Allen must love Brazzers and this film. <laughs> it's adopted. It's fine. <laughs> They're not blood. <laughs> Then our blood is fine. <laughs> so she's about to leave, and he's she mm-hmm. she's like, you just you need to tell me what's going on. And he's like, no, I don't know what's going on. And then he falls to his knees, and she runs up to him, and she goes, "Marry me," and then tell me. And I'm like, I at that point, I wanted them to get married. You may kiss the bride, and he she goes, "Tell me," and I just want him to go. I fucked so many kids. <laughs> Because, like, that's the wrong way around. That's the wrong way around to do something. That was I'll such go- a sharp left turn from where we go. I thought we were going weird. No, that's no, That's no. a fucking sharp left if someone's, turn. If someone's expecting. got a massive secret that's tearing them up inside right. and they're like, I can't, yeah. I'm afraid to tell you this secret because you will hate me forever. You. I'm not going to go okay, tell you what. To soul, I'm. I'll make you feel better about not telling me the secret right now. Marry me, yeah, yeah. then tell and me the secret because me. you know I'm not going yeah, anywhere. Yeah. yeah, I'm here for you, man. I'm here to make your fears go away. Jimmy, Marry Jimmy, me, you said you'd fix it. One. Come on, let's just get married. And what- Jim will fix Jim- it. Jim's here to fix it. Yeah. You tell me your secret, I'll tell you mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. 
so many wow i genuinely thought and when i recommended this i genuinely thought mm-hmm. that you, or you know all that weirdness in frankenstein 31 where people just do shit he's like right now you're locked in a room and yeah. now i hate the monster i'd misremembered this yeah. one as the one that made all of those decisions make sense right so for instance right. at the very start of this film his mother who mm-hmm. he's clearly way too close to dies in childbirth having his young young brother who's like 30 years younger than him somehow um yeah and and he's like oh oh my god i need to like you know it, it's a it's a death in the family that affects him and the idea of death being reversible i'm like ah you see it's gonna justify shit uh, sure. around the point where helena bonham carter is running through what must be the most flammable house in history mm-hmm. Because <laughs> she's poured an oil lamp on herself, and as she runs through on fire, shit behind her just mm-hmm. explodes. Like, yeah, was, was dynamite wallpaper popular in the eighteen hundreds? No, 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 no. See, I do have an explanation for this. Right, it was um, gunpowder. Gunpowder wallpaper. Yeah, dynamite wallpaper didn't kick in until the early Victorian era. Yep. But then they realized that the oil lamps <laughs> didn't blow it up as much. <laughs> so it went back to gunpowder. It just, it just for 30 seconds, you're watching a Michael Bay film as this house goes, yeah. and then it just cuts to the outside and all the windows blow out. Dude. The, as if somebody has set off dynamite inside. Yeah, Gunpowder, Rob. We've just gun discussed powder, the historical yeah. accuracy of the wallpaper. Jesus Christ, man. Why is Frankenstein made in a giant casserole dish? Where where did you order the materials from to make that fucking casserole dish? And why could you not have just had the body next to the casserole dish? Why did you need a roof pulley system mm. and then a fucking mm. battering ram to send him down this roller coaster? <laughs> I don't understand the over... It's There's a lot of questions that are raised at a lot of points in this movie. Uh, my main one... The main question that I kept asking myself was... Yes. Do I owe Rob money? Have I upset him somehow? Is this why right. you wanted to ruin... One of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> is, this, is this why we're doing this? And then I started going back through uh, the last few months being like, right. <laughs> where did I go wrong? <laughs> what, no, no, no. what have I done that he's just not telling me about? So, Rob, what I'm going to say to you is, if, mm. you, if there is a secret that you're holding about something no. that I've done to upset you, marry me and then tell <laughs> me. Because if we've learned something today... From this very, very life-affirming movie. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I tell you what you've done, right? You've taken (laughs) one of my favorite franchises. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it. We'll do it with a different franchise just to give you like an example of of how I feel you've treated my Frankenstein Mm. experience. Right, yeah. Take Tremors. Tremors, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. One of my favorite creature features of all time. Favorite franchises of all time, right? Yeah. And what you've done is you've taken Kevin Bacon and Fred Ward out. And you've replaced mm-hmm. them with Kira Knightley and Orlando Bloom. And then also, it's Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, And also, the, the Graboids are a metaphor for class inequality and how they have to burrow up yeah. underneath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except, except, except it changes that after 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, it changes every 15 minutes to something about, I want to fuck my sister. Oh, no, daddy, please love me. Yeah, and yeah, then that's yeah. and then it's just it's nothing but electric eel jizz for mm. the next thirty-seven minutes. <laughs> that's what you've done. That's what you've done. So <laughs> I've got I've got a question. I've got a question. Okay. Yeah. 
throughout uh, midweek Monster Mash, Monster Mash, Universal Pictures and their remakes, October, Spooky Season, Extravaganza. It's a working title. It's a working title. It's a working title. title. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get something a bit snappier by November. Yeah. Um, sure. We've been looking at what these things represent. So, for instance, with Dracula, we were looking in the original, how it was fear of the foreigner, fear of immigration, fear of the new. And with the remake, it was fear of female sexual empowerment. You could literally apply it. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. yeah. The have. original was just a beautiful, delicate okay. crystal glass. It was yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. wonderful. The original Frankenstein we were looking at was it fear of innovation? Was it fear of um, narcissistic parents? Was it you know? It Careful was, it was, what you wish for. Careful what you create. That shit. Yeah, can come yeah, back yeah. To haunt Do you know you. what? I mi- I missed. I missed a metaphor as well with 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 them talking about fire and light and that being life. But then there's a different form of light. There's electric mm-hmm. light, and is that the same kind of life? So you've got um, you've got the monster being tortured Ooh. with the old style of life. He's not of fire; he's of electric. But that's what they used to, you know. Ooh. All the humans use fire. He uses electricity. Two competing lights. That's quite Lovely. nice. Not present yeah. in this film, is it? <laughs> no, no one gives a fuck. This is like electric eels have fucked the dead corpse to life. I don't get it. Like I don't. What's oh, what does this stolen teenage boy spinal fluid? <laughs> yeah, I don't get what this is. Like, I was desperately trying to find something in it. The only thing I can get from it is he wants to fuck his sister. Like that yeah. was it. I think he wrote Helena Bonham Carter's character, then couldn't change the relationship to his mm-hmm. character. And he wanted just to fuck up IRL, so. wanted to fuck Helena Bonacartum and was like, well, fuck it, incest is in the film now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's a... And my character's sewn on a massive dick. He's, that's why Robert De Niro's yeah. got a tiny one. Whilst I had him on the table, yes. we swapped dicks. Robert De Niro's got a wheelchair yeah. cashew, and I'm now going to do Helena Bonham Carter with this sewn-on oh, chopper. Oh, my God. Do you know what he's what? done? He's watched... Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula yeah. and he's gone <laughs> yeah great sex Jesus guy want to see me do it better and then tried to be Franken Frankenstein sex Jesus and just literally he may as well have just shit in his hands and gone ha at the camera for 45 minutes and I would have enjoyed it more I would have oh. crowned him the sex Jesus if that yeah. was the case. I don't know what this movie is, man. I don't know what happens I don't in think it. Kenneth, like, I, don't I don't really think know. Brenner knows what it is. And I don't think they had any understanding of who was supposed to be the good guy, who was supposed to be the bad guy. I think if they were trying to go for grey amorality where everyone's a bit good and a bit bad, they fucked that up. Stop trying to make everything Star Wars 7. It's not. <laughs> yeah, all right. It's my favourite Star Wars. It's not. So. Yeah, no, I know it the, is. You keep going ones, fucking on about it. Ones. Of the new ones, because Empire Strikes Back is the best. Jedi's better. But anyway... I spoke to someone who said Phantom Menace is the best. Can you imagine anything as bad as that? No. no. Get, get in, in the, the bin. bin. Right. Literally get in the bin. You're essentially just masturbating to a toy commercial. <laughs> 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 That's the darkest image we've had on this podcast. <laughs> Somebody just smashing one out on Cartoon Network to the Kenner advert. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Hey, kids, do you like Jar Jar Binks? Miss a Christmas doll. Oh, my God, you're too good at that voice. It's disgusting, isn't it? It's like one of the only accents that I'm really good at. I hate it. I hate it. It's like a curse. It's like it's like when I when I was made, he just he knew if there is a creator, right, yeah. then yeah. he made me with all the worst possible accents in. 
And then we're just sort of like, okay, let's okay, sit back okay. and watch this one play out. This can be okay, great. Okay, one hey, sec, one Try sec. and do Irish. Wait, uh, try Georgia. Wait, 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 wait. Stop, Ben. Listener, we're no longer covering Frankenstein. We are going. We are going in a slightly different direction because I had no idea. I had no idea that Ben could do this voice. So I'm now <laughs> going. To, I'm, I'm now not... going to feed him lines from E.L. James' Fifty Shades of Grey to read in Jar Jar Binks' voice. <laughs> I don't even know if I can do it for that long. I can do like <laughs> short phrases. <laughs> Wait, what's my the going phrase? <laughs> Sometimes I wonder if there's something wrong with me. Perhaps I've spent too long in the company of my literary romantic heroes, and consequently my ideals and expectations are far too high. Okay, okay, and then just one more. Right. <laughs> Fucking hell! All right. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to finish this sentence. I'm already hard. Um, <laughs> Misa, Jan. I want... Misa wants you so, baby. He murmurs. And continues his sweet, leisurely torment backward, forward. Every time you move tomorrow, I want you to be reminded that I've been the... Hold on one sec, I'll you. <laughs> Every time you move tomorrow, I want you to be reminded I've been the... Only me. You say I'm mine. <laughs> I fucking hate that voice, man. I hate it. Just, you know what I mean? I need to practice, like, Welsh or some shit. <laughs> Audible. Audible. If anyone from Audible hears this and wants me to do audiobooks, voiceover work commission is available. <laughs> Email me at Misa Voice Actor at gmail.com. <laughs> it's taking all my self control not to fuck you on the hood of this car. Just to show you that you are mine. And if I want to buy you a fucking car, I'll buy you a fucking car. Is that really in the book? And if I, I want to buy you a fucking car, I'll buy you a fucking car. What a shit sort of argument to have. No, fuck you. You're not buying me a car. If I want to buy you a car, oh, fucking buy you one. Hell, my face hurts. This what? is supposed to be Frankenstein, man. This isn't like, oh. let's read Fifty Shades of Jar Jar. You know what I mean? Ben, Ben, Ben. If Jar Jar, the reason we did, the reason I wanted you to do that. Right. Is because if at some point in this film, Jar Jar right. Pinks had appeared and started performing Fifty Shades of Grey. It wouldn't have felt that out of place. It wouldn't have been out of place. No, you're right. You could probably splice those audio lines just randomly over the top as exposition. It'd fit. <laughs> It'd be fine. And that, dear listener, is all you need to know about Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Directed, written, produced, acted in. Starring. And fucked up by Kenneth Branagh. What are you going to rate you, it? What am I? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is like an aggressively mediocre three and a half. Oh, that's too generous, man. That's too generous. No, no, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. The movie mm. is fun as fuck. <laughs> it's batshit mental and makes no sense. And as you're watching it, you're like, why am I watching it? But you can't uh. not watch it because it's like those like... You know on YouTube where you get like the uh, the road rage videos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just every now and then you get that really good sort of like northern English dude that just goes, Bellend. 
and then it ends and then it goes to the next clip i live for those bell ends like it's the it's the highlight of my day i'm so sad and so sober that the highlight of my day is a northern bloke calling someone a dickhead honestly just randomly in a little youtube video on road rage i'm obsessed with them anyway it's that but for two hours and mental so i'd watch it again because it's fun as fuck i wouldn't sit Mm -hmm. down and be sort of like you know what do you know what i really fancy being confused <laughs> for two and a half hours. I wouldn't do that. What I would do is I'd watch it again. I'd recommend it to people I don't like, just so they're like, but I'd make it out to be like really cool. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So then when they come back, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see why it, yeah, it's appeal. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and then you never speak to them again because they don't yeah. trust you anymore. It's yeah. it's gonna be like the cheapest way to get someone out of your life. Um, Film debut of Hugh Bonneville. I'll rate it like a three, three and a half, man, because of Helena Bonham Carter. Yep. It's fun as fuck. And uh, De Niro Dick. De Niro Dick. You got De Niro Dick. De Niro in there. Dick. Yep. Mm. It's uh, Do you think it's his real dick. I'm not sure. We'll Google that afterwards. I doubt I it was. I, I doubt it was. Frankenstein <laughs> De Niro Dick. I don't, <laughs> I don't trust that's gonna bring up, man. <laughs> maybe maybe they had a suit made for him. And they cut just a hole f- just for the dick. Just, just for his dick. They're like, no, no, no. This is the star of the movie. Now. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen Attack of the Flying Lizard? You just cut a hole for the dick. <laughs> <laughs> Branner sat behind the camera with a fucking a little, like, little hand puppet. puppet. Like... Oh, maybe. Maybe if Branner had directed Attack of the Flying Lizard, it would have turned out that the woman starring in it was actually a sister of the pterodactyl. Oh, my God. And one of them would have made a pterodactyl creature... And then set it alight in an explosive house. The only thing that that movie is missing is family values. And that's where it would exactly. have gotten it. Woody Allen would have been all over it. What are you rating it? A the one. Frankenstein, not the... <laughs> Attack of the Flying Lizards. <laughs> no, Attack ten. of the Flying Lizards. It's a f- <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's a fat seven, let's be fair. But there are three of them, so if anything, <laughs> it's a fat 21. So it's, <laughs> so it's, collectively, there's a fat 21. Yeah, quick maths. Um, See? <laughs> uh, this is a two at best. This is a two at best. I'd, there are some mm-hmm. good practical effects. Helena Bonham Carter is is, is incredible. Effects? I like. I didn't mind the look of the monster for a bit. Looks like a fucking skinhead has fucked a football from the nineteen twenties. There's no like. There's right. no like for a ben. brow. There's no yeah yeah. Do you know what? Holding his two brain things, in place. Two things I'm scared of: sports and skinheads. So yeah, I guess quite man, horrific fuck. for me. Yeah, this must have been like... <laughs> yeah, just sat there like, ah, I don't know which one I'm more scared of. <laughs> Green room at the World Cup, man. Yeah, Fuck. exactly. Sick. I'm the sort of guy that only runs if I'm chased. So, <laughs> Which is yeah. why, anyway, we've got to wrap this up, man. I, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Guys, thank you. What are we doing on... Uh, what are we doing next? On Sunday, we are doing a crossover with Horror Hangout for The Wolfman, 1941. Whoa, 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 whoa. Incredible. Oh. And then, uh, and then we can do the remake of that one. We haven't figured out which one yet. I reckon twenty ten. I reckon twenty ten. Twenty ten. Emily man. Anthony yeah. Hopkins, Emily Blunt. Anthony Hopkins gets to come back in our series. Yeah. Incredible. Benicio del Toro. Yes. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that one. Let's do that one. Fair enough. I was going to say maybe American, American Werewolf in London. Yeah, it's not really a remake though, is it? No. Anyway. 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 Guys, thank you so fucking much for hanging out with us. We love each and every one of you. We really fucking do. Um, will we see you on... What day is it? Is this a Wednesday one? This is a Wednesday one, isn't it? This is a Wednesday one. 
So we'll hello see you on Wednesday. Sunday. We'll hello see you on Wednesdays. Sunday. Hello Wednesday. We'll see you on Sunday. <laughs> see you on Sunday. <laughs> consume. <laughs> Sorry, consume. That was consume. way too high pitched. <clears throat> consume. 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 <laughs> Hello, Ben here. Guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us. It's been super fun. Um, I just wanted to take a moment because I understand that this episode could have been triggering for a few of you. I know it certainly was for me. There are, there are a lot of people that are suffering in the world. There are a lot of people that are struggling. Um, shitter accents is a terrible affliction that affects a large proportion of the population. It's no longer just reserved for creepy uncles at family barbecues. They're not overly creepy. They kind of dress like they fuck kids, but they might not fuck kids. But just to be safe, you keep your kids away from Uncle Terry. It's no longer reserved for them. Now we're all suffering with it. Me personally, I can do Jar Jar, I can do Ringo Starr, Maybe there's a rhyme in it somewhere. Maybe that's the, that's the reason that I can only do these. If you're suffering with shitter accents, if you're struggling to do New York, or Surfer Dude, or Italiano. Oh God, I can't even do Italian. It's so bad. Get in touch with us on the Discord. If your shitter accent is shitter than my shitter accent, then you will win the shitter accent of the year. I'll make you a t-shirt. If you like the episode, like, comment, subscribe, fucking follow. I don't know. Whatever it is that you can do. If you do do. (laughs) If you do do. Be super fucking grateful. Share us with a friend. Do what you can. Um, We love and appreciate each and every one of you. Me more though. Because I'm here trying to ease your troubles. Um, Shitter accents unite man. Jar Jar's, Jar Jar's not that bad. <laughs>